0: Welcome to another episode of Reading the Bible, a podcast to help us be better readers of the Bible, and specifically, better readers as a community. And so, to that end, we follow along with the book being preached through at Hope Presbyterian Church. And we're continuing on in a series in the Gospel of Luke. And so, our past episodes, we've covered... Reading historical narrative, the genre of the Gospels. We talked about the goal of the Gospels and then how we can trust the Gospels. And now we're going to narrow our focus onto a subgenre within the Gospels parables. There's no question that Jesus liked to teach in parables. About a third of all his teachings throughout the Gospels are parables, actually. But what exactly is a parable? It's one of those words that if you've spent any time around the church, we're probably overly familiar with, to the point if we're pressed on it, we don't really know what a parable is. But here's what I think most of us would say if we were asked. We'd say something like, Jesus was a really great teacher and he used parables like sermon illustrations to drive home and make a point really clear. Now, it is true. Jesus was a very masterful teacher, but this view of parables goes against what we actually see the parables doing throughout the Gospels. The parables actually confused people. And they actually served to further blind those who rejected Jesus. And in fact, Jesus himself says in Mark 4, starting in verse 10, to his disciples, To you has been given the secret of the kingdom of God, but for those outside, everything is in parables, so that... They may indeed see, but not perceive, and may indeed hear, but not understand. So what is going on with the parables? What is Jesus doing? Well, he's trying to provoke our imaginations. He's trying to get us to see his world through a different perspective. This is how he uses parables in the Gospels, to show his followers what life should look like as they follow him, and what it will look like one day when his kingdom fully comes. And so how do we read the parables? Well, I want to suggest a multi-directional reading. We need to read the parables forward, inward, and backward. So first, we need to read the parables forward. Parables have a redemptive historical character to them. And by redemptive, historical, I just mean that the history of God's redemption of his people is still unfolding. His kingdom has come. Jesus inaugurated it when he came on the scene. And it is growing, but it is still to come in its fullest sense. And so we can think about the parables like a window. Jesus has come and he's brought about the kingdom of God, but he's inviting us to take a peek through a window into the fullness of that kingdom, to go deeper into a vision of what will be true one day. And so when in doubt, read the parables through the lens of the coming kingdom of God and try to catch a a glimpse of that future kingdom that Jesus is bringing about. But second, we need to read the parables backward. Parables, just like all Scripture, have a meaning for its original audience. We need to find the point that it meant to them. A passage of Scripture can't mean for us what it could never have meant to the original audience. So we're not trying to find some hidden spiritual meaning behind every detail in the parable. We're trying to find the original Meaning to the original audience. And here's a helpful tip at this point. Parables typically really do have multiple points, but one for each character. And parables typically have either one, two, or three characters. So let's look at this as an an example from a well known parable, the prodigal son. When we come across these three character parables, We usually see one character being a God figure, one character with a positive response, and then one character with a negative response. So in the prodigal son, we see the father as the God figure. We see the prodigal as the character with the positive response. He turns in repentance and returns to his father. And then we see the older brother with the negative response. He was marked with bitterness towards the prodigal and entitlement. He'd been with the father all along, but he'd been blind to the blessings that came with that relationship. And so pay attention to the number of characters in the parable and ask what each of these would have communicated to the original hearers. And lastly, we need to read the parables inwardly. Like we just saw, parables often have really clear good and bad characters with a really clear outcome. And the implication, then, is that we as readers should do some inward soul-searching to judge our thoughts and intentions at a deeper level, to see which character our lives most line up with or which character resembles our view of Jesus. We know that Scripture is living and active. It cuts us. So which character is cutting you as you read? Think about the prodigal son again. Do you identify with the prodigal? Do you identify with the older brother? Which character do you find yourself in? So as we continue on through Luke and as we come to the parables, don't get overwhelmed. Don't press every detail for some hidden meaning but read them in light of their forward inward and backward emphases read them backward ask what this meant for the original hearers read them forward look for the vision of the kingdom of god that jesus is inviting us to see and read them inwardly ask how this parable draws you in causes you to think about your own life and whether you're viewing Jesus rightly.